Um, what? Hi, everybody. How are you? I'm going live today. It is the night before everything. It's the night before everything. And y'all just let me know. Please thumbs up or thumbs down if y'all can hear me. Because it's just like everything. You know how you want to go somewhere. But like, are you trying to get somewhere? And there's so many things that is <laughs> trying to stop you. It is that night for me. But we call this Winning Wednesday. We're going to talk about Wilson's disease. We're going to get into it you guys, and we are just going to press on because we have to pass our NCLEX. So thumbs up if you guys can hear me. Let us go over Wilson's disease. I really like this topic. I really like this topic. You know that it is in quick facts. Hold on one second. Ah, <laughs> this is the kind of night it is. Quick facts, Wilson's disease. Somebody tell me where it is. Just let me know, okay? Um, but I like this topic. When I was studying it, for um, for NCLEX, it was so there were so many um, nuances about it that Wilson disease really connected to other conditions. And Black Friday, hey, is right around the corner. So if you don't have this Quick Facts book, all right, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be part of our two step process to passing NCLEX. Let's go over Wilson's disease. Okay, so we're just gonna start. It's on page eighty nine. Thank you so much on page 89 of your quick facts book. So what I'm covering tonight is going to help you to understand a little bit more of this in quick facts. Some of us are just audio visual learners. And so this helps a lot. But if you read the book, quick facts, Wilson disease, we know that the mineral type that you have to be aware of is which mineral, which mineral here. This is just our basic review that we like to do before. If it's your first time joining me, hi. My name is Regina, and I am your NCLEX professor helping you pass the NCLEX. That's it. Okay. I love it. I love it. Coffee. Julie says coffee. Hey, Aileen says thank you. Oh, my goodness. Um, thank you, Professor Regina, for your unwavering dedication to teaching and helping us to pass the NCLEX despite feeling down right now. We appreciate your sacrifices to us. We love you. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you for coming to class so faithfully because I, I, I know your name, right? So we have... Copper. Copper is the is the mineral of choice for Wilson's disease. Okay, so I'm going to put it on here. Okay, um, somebody said, "What's copper?" So you're going to, if you're not familiar with copper, I want you to make sure that you you look it up. Okay, if you're not familiar with this because in Wilson's disease, you're going to have too much or too little of it. You're going to have too much. Yeah, you're going to have too much. So instead of the body excreting the, um, instead of the body excreting the copper, what happens is it gets stored. It gets stored. And this is a subject that you should be familiar with if you want to take a licensure exam, okay? Because the complications of Wilson's disease can affect organs that are very important to normal functioning. So you have too much copper. And so when the body can't get rid of the copper, it stores it where? Where's the copper going to be stored? This is more of a, a general sense. We will see the um, we will see the copper being stored in the tissues. So I'm just gonna write that. All right. And so we know that organs have tissues. Okay. So I said here which organs are affected 
I see the answers on the screen already. You guys know Wilson's disease. This is very good, very good stuff. So my, my practice questions won't be too tough. Uh, the organs that are going to be affected are number one, we're going to see this in, um, we're going to see the liver being affected. And the other one is the brain. Yep. Hmm. The brain. Now, you don't have this in your Quick Facts for NCLEX book, but write this down for me on page 89. Kaiser Flesher Rings. Kaiser Flesher Rings. This is something that you can see in a patient with Wilson's disease. I haven't come across an NCLEX question um, with this here, but I think for the purposes of practice in nursing, this is an important um, this is an important assessment term. And what you have with Kaiser Flesher rings are you see them. You literally can see copper. Guess what? Where you will see copper in the eyes. OK, you'll see copper in the eyes. So when you see Wilson's disease, know that this is a genetic disorder. Um, so patients who have it, they have inherited it. And they have a problem with copper retention. They have a problem with copper retention. Now, the treatment is really interesting. It is penicillamine, okay? Penicillamine. Sounds like penicillin. But guess what? Are these the same thing? Is this an antibiotic? Are we given an antibiotic for Wilson's disease? No, 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 no. So you will not think that this is an antibiotic because the issue is not bacteria, the issue is what? The issue is copper, okay? And so that's why I say, when you know the information, you can't be tricked, because you know the information. So this medication, penicillamine, is going to bind to copper. So all of the free-floating copper that the patient has this medication will bind to it and attach itself to it. And then it can be excreted, okay? All right, so this is Wilson's disease. We just did the review that I like to do in the beginning. Let's get into it, Remar nurses. What's up? Let's study. All right, so um, Wilson's disease is an autosomal recessive genetic disorder and this is caused by an, um, it's an accumulation of copper in the liver, brain, and other tissues. This is an example, if you look at this picture, of the Kaiser Flesher ring that I talked about. So you will see this in fairly young people. Below the age of 40, this will begin to manifest itself. And this is important because assessment is key to helping somebody who may not know they have this condition. The, the, is a, um, the etiology stems from a gene mutation, ATP7B gene mutation. Now, I don't want you to know that number, but I do want you to understand that what is happening is the copper is not able to convert to ceruboplasmin. And ceruboplasmin is what is going to be transported out of the body. But when you have um, a, a disruption of that conversion factor, then what happens is the extra copper that is um, supposed to be, right, 
supposed to be taken away from the body, it hangs out in the bile and in the bloodstream. And so that is a problem. That is a problem. Hey guys, I am so excited because Winning Wednesday is a class we do every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. But next week we have Black Friday coming, okay? And so I will do a class on Friday too, that is going to be phenomenal. I'm going to unlock the V2. So if you haven't signed up for the Black Friday um, NCLEX review, it'll happen right here, like you are watching now, but I want you to sign up for it so you can get the workbook that goes along with it. Four hours. I'm planning for that uh, NCLEX on Black Friday to be four hours long, four hours long. So the longest one that I do every year, but it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Plus we're giving away $500 every hour. So you don't want to miss this class. I can't stress it enough. Be there or be square next Friday, but you got to sign up for it. You ready? Some people said, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Oh, um, nurse Kehinde, am I saying that right? Hi, everyone. I'm an international nurse graduated over 20 years ago. I want to thank God and Professor Regina for V2 and Quick Facts. I'm able to pass my NCLEX. I'm officially a registered nurse and a remark nurse. What a testimonial. No way. I love it. Love it. Look at this. International nurse graduated over 20 years ago and was able to pass the NCLEX exam. Uh, oh, this is so wonderful. This is indeed winning Wednesday. You guys, goodness gracious, Living Simple 1.0. Hi, how can I get the Remar t-shirt? Just passed my NCLEX Australia. I took it last November 9th, 2023. Got my results November 13th, 2023. Let me tell you, you want the Remar shirt, wait till Monday because that's when our Black Friday prices happen and everything, everything on Monday will be the Black Friday price. So just kick it at remarnurse.com, remarnurse.com, okay? Remember that, set an alarm, because once it's gone, it's gone, okay? We're doing wow, supplies, last, yes! Okay, so let me get back into this real quick. When we have Wilson's disease, you're going to have that additional, you're gonna have that additional copper hanging out in the bloodstream, in the bile. Not good, not good. Um, so. How do we recognize the cues for Wilson's disease? Our patient is going to have abnormal liver enzymes. Well, that makes sense because we know that Wilson's disease affects the liver. They're going to have a low ceruboplasma. That also makes sense because we said that the copper is not going to convert. Ceruboplasma, we'll see that in the bloodstream. They're going to have a family history of it. This is a genetic condition. You cannot get this condition from contagion. And then as well, they're going to have symptoms of copper overload in the brain and other organs. Now, um, do I want to do this right? I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait and talk about this because when you have copper, when you have copper in your brain and in your liver, there are certain symptoms that are going to be produced. And I'll just reserve the symptoms for the, the next slide. But take note of that. Here it is. So early on, when a patient has Wilson's disease, the early manifestations that they're going to present with are going to be liver 
related. So hepatic symptoms. Patient's going to have an enlarged liver. Yay. They're going to have an enlarged liver. Okay. Um, you may also see the patient having anemia as well um, in the beginning, right? Um, but mostly it's going to be focused on liver issues. So liver damage, the patient may have jaundice. Think about all the issues that mm, the patient can have when you have hepatic symptoms. Also, when you go and have the disease and it's full-blown, it was not detected, it was not corrected, medication wasn't given, they're going to go into a full-blown disease clinical manifestation. And that means that not only is the liver going to be affected, but neurological symptoms are going to occur. So the brain is going to be affected. And the condition that the patient has is Parkin Parkinsonism. Parkinsonism. And this is rigidity, tremors, and bradykinesia. Well, we know Parkinson's disease, right? What's the difference between Parkinsonians and Parkinson's? Okay. Yes, it's normal to have copper in the body. It is normal to have copper in the body. That's a great question. The difference between Parkinson's disease and Parkinsonism is you're, okay, remember with both, you're going to have tremors, rigidity, and you're going to have, what was it? Tremors, rigidity, let me look again just so I say it right, and bradykinesia, right? But with Parkinsonism, it is going to be a bilateral presentation, whereas with Parkinson's disease, that will be unilateral. That is typically unilateral. So if you've ever been asked the question, what's the difference between the two? There it is. So you're going to have brain and liver involvement with Wilson's disease. Now, our late manifestations, you're going to have a buildup in copper in your body to the point where it affects your liver. It affects your brain. It causes you to have psychiatric symptoms like dementia or delirium. Right. And then also you can have anemia can also have anemia. What are the investigations or diagnostic tests? Some doctors will say, my investigations are going to be this, or my diagnostic tests for this are going to be this. So the investigations are going to be a complete metabolic panel, because we want to see what other, what other, um, situations or conditions is going on with our patient. Somebody asked, is it a crisis? It is a crisis to the severity of the symptom presentation, right? So yes, if a patient is having a full-blown Wilson's presentation where they have liver involvement, they have hepatic involvement, they're anemic because they can't produce enough red blood cells because of this, they have encephalopathy, then yes, it's a crisis at that point. So you'll look at the symptoms to determine what the treatment plan should be. But for the purposes of NCLEX, just you knowing that Wilson's disease is genetic and related to a copper overload, that's going to put you ahead of so many other nurses who have not studied this subject. Okay. So many other nurses who have not studied this subject. So the initial diagnostics is complete metabolic panel a serum copper level, you will look at the, uh, you'll use an ocular slit lamp 
ocular slit lamp exam is to be looking for those Kaiser Flesher rings that you'll see in the eye. You can see them without the slit lamp, but it helps as well. 24-hour urine copper excretion and then the serum cerebroplasm, cerebroplasm. Confirmatory tests are going to be the liver biopsy and that will be done and you will be able to find some copper and then the genetic test is a little bit more, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit more detailed, but it can be done for the patient as well. Okay. Love that. Just stopped by to say hello. Hi there. Tired, but still hanging in for the class. Oh my goodness. Okay, let me speed it up so we can make sure that you are staying to the very end. So the treatment is lifetime treatment for copper overload. This makes sense. What are we going to do? Treatment. We're going to ask the patient to change their diet, encourage zinc, because zinc helps to absorb and it helps to get rid of copper. So a zinc diet is going to be well. High um, and avoid foods that have a high copper content. If you don't know what foods have a high copper content, you better write that down so you can look it up. The medications that you can give are the D-penicillamine um, and then also oral zinc. And the reason why we do that is because they are copper chelators, which means they remove copper, they bind to it, and you can get rid of that copper mostly through feces, but also through the urine as well. Palliative care as well, treating systemic symptoms that the patient may have. Pharmacology, I just want to slightly stop here and talk about the penicillamine. Most of you may not have heard this before, but with Wilson's disease, this is gonna be a primary treatment. It is given orally. The indication is that it, it is a copper chelator again, so it binds to copper can also be given for rheumatoid arthritis, cystiuria, and lead and mercury poisoning. Contraindications, you don't wanna give this medication, even though it's not an antibiotic, it doesn't function as an antibiotic, it is slightly related to penicillin. So just to be careful, okay, just to be careful, you don't wanna give this in a, if a patient has a penicillin allergy. Adverse effects, check these adverse effects out. The patient has a fever, skin lesion, lymphadenopathy, blood dyscrasias. That means any kind of blood disorders. These are adverse effects. Protein in the urine or worsening of neurologic symptoms. That's penicillamine. Triantinine is another medication, oral. It's a copper chelator. Don't give it with iron. It can cause gastric symptoms and anemia. Zinc is given with Wilson's disease because zinc helps decrease the copper absorption. You don't want to give this if your patient has low copper levels or if they're immunosuppressed. Zinc can cause hepatic toxicity. Clinical priorities. For nurses, what is your job? What are you, what are you um, you know going to be advocating for your patient? Okay, you need to know when to suspect Wilson's disease. 
you need to be waiting for the confirm, um, confirmation test, which is ge genetic mutation or a biopsy. Understanding that somebody with, let me just ask this. Why is the treatment for a lifetime with Wilson's disease? Why is the patient going to have to take treatment? Penicillamine, right? Why are they gonna have to take this for their entire lives? Especially if you catch it early on, why does the patient have to take it? Who knows that? Welcome. This is and this is how you this is how you prepare for NCLEX. A lot of you are new, just joining us. We've been doing this every Monday and Wednesday. And what what's going to happen is this: you come to this class one time, and we go over Wilson's disease. You won't have to study it, right? You get the information in quick facts, and then we do this class together. You will know what you need to know for NCLEX. Okay. Exactly. So I asked this question. Great, great, great. I asked this question. Why do our patients with Wilson's disease have to take this medication for life? It's a simple question. And you, you, what I wanted you to do is connect that it was a genetic disorder. And so that's why they have to take it. Very good. Very good. So treatment is lifetime. You do palliative care for the systemic symptoms management of the adverse effects because the patient will be taking copper chelators you have to understand how those may affect the body monitoring the treatment response and then your health teaching you have to teach if you're an rn you do the initial teaching if you're a pn you do the follow-up teaching disease prognosis avoiding copper increasing zinc doing genetic testing for other family members ah nice all right Questions, it's question time, it's question time. We went through the content um, very quickly. It doesn't take long to learn a subject and you guys were giving me great feedback tonight. So I feel comfortable moving forward. I think we're all on the same page with the content. Now it's time for the questions. Here we go. A 20 year old client reports long-standing liver cirrhosis, weak muscles, joint pain, weight loss, and presents low cerulean plasm levels. Which of the following questions is most helpful in the possible diagnosis of Wilson's disease? Here we go. <laughs> Number one, are you an ETOH user? Two, what age were you diagnosed with liver cirrhosis? Three, do you have a family history of Wilson's disease? Four, do you take copper supplements? I love it. I love what I see here. We're going five for five tonight. Wilson's disease is pretty straightforward. You either know it or you don't know it. And tonight you will find out. I see a lot of threes on the screen. Correct answer is indeed three. We have solidified this point in our mind. Wilson's disease is a genetic disease. It is not acquired. How many people knew that before tonight? How many people learned it tonight? Hey. Wilson's disease, also referred to as hepatoloinicular degeneration, is a genetic disorder of copper metabolism that leads to impaired function of the intracellular copper transporter, ATP7D. All right. Question number two is this. 
Somebody says, I learned it tonight. <laughs> Question number two, during admission, a client reports that Wilson's disease is significant in one paternal grandmother. Which action is most appropriate to take next? Number one, administration of copper chelator. Two, neurologic assessment. Three, eye examination. Four, checking of cerebral plasma levels. Oh, this is a good one. Be prepared for NCLEX. More than one answer makes sense. Be prepared for NCLEX to prioritize your care. You can't do that if you don't know the subject. Can't do it. If you're not coming to class, you won't pass. I'm going to get a shirt with that on there. Okay. So what I'm doing right now is I am taking it up a level from recognition, okay? I know that you guys can recognize Wilson's disease, but now can you analyze priority of care? Okay. Correct answer is number three, eye examination. Now, let me go back, let me go back, let me go back, because I hear an uproar from the class. Let me go back. Okay, eye examination, why? Why, Professor Regina, is it eye examination? Because for next-gen NCLEX, you have to remember that the setting matters. Where you are matters when you deliver nursing care, okay? It, it changes the priority. Where are we at? Because we're given a location in this question. We're given a location. Where are we right now? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Okay. Um, and it's okay. I, you got, if, even if you get the question wrong, as long as you leave here and you learn why you got it wrong, you're better off than before. So it says here during admission, so this is a new patient coming in. This is probably a patient who is not seen before. So as you as the nurse, you're in, you're, you're evaluating, you have eyes on the patient. So you're just doing a history. You're doing a history. What does the client say? They report they have a family member with Wilson's disease. Okay. So if I hear that, which action is the most appropriate to take next? I'm going to move from, I'm going to move because I'm, because I'm thinking about what? Thinking about Wilson's disease. So what do we know about Wilson's disease? I'm going to move from the history and I'm going to look at the eyes. I'm going to look at the eyes. I'm not going to draw a cerebral plasma level. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do that. So our setting will help to dictate the priority. I hope y'all see that. I hope y'all see that. Okay. So let me read the, let me formally read this to you. Okay. Let me formally read this to you. All right, here we go. Okay. So, um, there I go. Here we go. Eye examination. The eye examination is warranted to determine Kaiser Fletcher rings. Remember we talked about that Kaiser Fletcher rings, which is 
a pathognomonic sign of Wilson's disease, indicating copper deposition in the descendant's membrane as a result of impaired liver. So essentially, copper gets into the eyes, copper gets into the eyes, and it hangs out there. So during, during an, an initial assessment, you hear Wilson's look at the eyes very quickly. It don't take a whole lot, okay? You will be able to do a neural exam after that, and then you can do the ceruloplasmal levels, all right? And I, I hope you guys get this one. Does it make sense? Hope you guys get this one, right? Okay. So right now, you guys know I got to pause for the cause because I do see that I have a Remar nurse, but I think she at work. I don't know. I'm about to bring her on. All right. So you guys get ready. <laughs> right, let's bring her on. Say hi, everybody. Say hi, everybody. We have. Let me see how I can do this. John. Yes, hi, Gina. <laughs> Thank yes, you so I just much. got to work. Are you just got to work? Yeah, it's okay. I don't start till seven. Okay, you don't start till, se till seven. Okay, all right. So, anyhow, tell us your story. Um, tell us when you took NCLEX. How'd you find Remar? How tough was it? How easy was it? What do you want us to know? I graduated in 2010. I I got Remar when you had the DVD, and wow. then I sit there. I really wasn't studying, and I took the test. I failed. I got discouraged, so I like put it on the back burner. Just kept going to work as a CNA, and then I was like, you know what? You're gonna be paying all that money back, but you don't want to pay that money back. You better start studying. And then I sit there, and I was like, really not studying. And I was like, then you had a, a Black Friday sale with V2. I got it, and I've been using Quick Fact. I was using Quick Fact and V2, and I was like, okay, I think I'm ready, but I'm not sure. So I was hesitant. I went took the test. I failed. What it was, is I didn't know my content. You got to know your content. You need content no matter what. You could have you could have the cue base. You do all that. But if you don't have your content down, you're not going to pass. And so, okay, so wait, and at the same time, me, I had COVID. Tell me, tell me this. With you having V2 and you having quick facts, what was it? Were you just not studying? Were you just, I mean. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was going to work. I was. I was like, ah, I ain't worried about it. I'm a CNA. It's okay. But then I was like, you know what? I came too far. I want to move up the ladder. I want to be an RN. So I want my LVN. So I only have a year left to do my RN. So I went back and I started studying. And I, I got you. I started doing V2 every every. I was with you every month. Motivation. I was on YouTube every time you came on on Wednesday. I was there when you were doing. We're doing the Kadoodle. Kahoot? The what? Yeah, yeah Kahoot. Yes. Yeah. I, I was I was there. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. I know this. And so I went in October the 18th. And I asked her 20 questions. I was like, okay, you need to relax. You're, you're, you're too nervous. Relax. So I took a I answered 20 questions. I took a five-minute break. I went back in. I asked her 40 more questions. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, okay, I need a break. So I went, I took a 15-minute break. I thank God. I was like, God, you said Mark and, and Regina to me. You told me to use them. I use them. So it's all up to you, God. So I walked back in. And it was, then it actually told me it was time to take a break. I said, uh-uh, I already took my breaks. I don't need any more breaks. And so I took, so I kept going. It's cut off at 145. I'm like, okay. And when I walked out the room, the lady who uh 
who did my palm print and, and sent me down. She's like, all right, I won't see you no more. Congratulations, Nurse Taylor. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And then on Friday, the October 20th, it said I passed. What? Yes. <laughs> I, have, I have so many questions. I have so many questions. First of all, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank I'm you watching so the much. That is phenomenal. Tell me, what did it for you where you had to move from, you know what, I'm in a, it sounded like you were in a comfort zone. Like, I'm in, I'm a CNA. I'm going to do this. I really I'm was. I've been a CNA since 93. And I was like, I just was, I was just covered. I'm like, okay, I already know how to do this. And then I kept saying, it was like every time the RNs and LVNs would do something. And I'm like, oh, the patient is, this is what's going on with the patient. They look at me like, how do you know? I'm like, oh, I went to school. It's like, well, where's your license? Why you haven't took the test? I'm like, I don't know. And so they was like, no, go back, take your test. And then my sister had graduated two years ago and she, with her RN and she took it. And she's like, stop playing Go get Regina stuff and do what you got to do so you can pass. I'm like, okay, you don't have to yell at me like that. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, it's time for me to, I had to literally buckle down and tell myself, this is what you, is this what you want or are you just playing? And I said, nope, I want to be a nurse. I got in this field to be a nurse to help people. So let me do what I have to do to successfully pass my exam. Stop playing. So when you finally got serious about studying for NCLEX, how long did it take you to study? Like how, honestly, how long? honestly, I did three months straight studying using your V two, answering the Q bank questions, using quick facts every every day at work. They're like um, like in between page and key. I'm like, I got my book out. I'm on, I got the computer. Instead, as soon as I put my body size in, I didn't open the computer to V two, and I'm I'm okay. Pregnancy, all right. Let me see what I know. I said okay. Now let me go to quick facts to study. And then I'm like, okay, she said, do not study no more than three hours. So I said, okay, I'm, I work here 12 hours. Okay, let me break it down. I do an hour here and then I do an hour there. And then when I go home, I, I go to sleep. Then I wake up like, okay, let me let me look at let me look at quick facts real quick. Or I go to YouTube and like, okay, let me see what's going. Let me see what I, I need to study on YouTube. Yes. Like it literally sounds like you were you were all in. Yeah, I, I had to be. I had to be because I, and then the killer part is my granddaughter had graduated last year from the, from LVN school, and I'm like, I can't let her be an LVN and I have her pass the test. I said I have to pass. I can't. Be, she went to school because of me because she wanted to be a nurse like me. So let me, okay, let me do what I have to do so I can pass this test. Um, can you talk about why you took so many breaks? Because at first I got discouraged and I was just like, it must not be meant for me to pass. Oh, I'm talking about like, I'm, I'm, hold on a second. I'm talking about during your actual test because you said. No, I only took two. I took two. I took, I took one after answering 20 questions. And then I took one after answering, I got to like 60 something, almost 70. And I took, I took a 50 minute break and that was it. And I, then Did I just pushed all the way through. Did you feel different when you were taking the test um, since like that time studying would be too seriously and then before you had tested? Like, did you feel different while you were answering or did you feel about the same? No, I felt more confident this time because I'm like, okay. It, honestly, it was just like after me studying V2 and do, using my quick facts, I sit there and when, when the question came up, 
I just like, okay, it's the Mar. This is you. You're the nurse because I could I couldn't tell myself I was the nurse. This time I am the nurse, and I had which patient am I going to save? I have to save my patients. And I'm like, okay, who? And literally, I was like, okay, out of you four, who's going to die, and why are you dying? I need to save your life. And that's how I had. That's how I honestly did it. I was like, okay. And at first, I was like, I don't know none of this. And then I could hear Marks in this head. God is with you. You got this. Just keep pushing. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. He prayed for me. I feel in here. I feel Regina. Answer these questions. Stop playing. And that, and then I just started answering. It was like they were just like coming back to back. And I was like, okay, all right. High blood pressure. Oh, she talked about this. Oh, she talked about this. Oh, I remember this. Bell's talking. And that's how it was. It was like everything that she talked about, honestly, was on my exam. Everything, literally. Wow. What what type of learner would you say you were? Are you somebody that needs to explain it? Did you do you need to read it? Or how did you, you know, what what helped you the most? What helped you the most? I'm more I needed to read. I me looking at the computer frustrated me. Honestly, I I don't like the computer. Me looking at the paper and looking in the, like looking in the book and and have and printing out the papers for for V two, it helped because I was like, okay, I, I can relate to this because it's like me being in school and I understood it more than me looking at the computer. Like, okay, I I'm I'm, I'm listening to you and watching you on the computer, but I'm like, I hear you, but I didn't hear. You. So good. Can you talk this? Like, okay, can you talk to somebody that failed the NCLEX? Maybe they felt it more than one time, and they're watching you. They're watching us. They don't know if this is real. They don't know if you paid. They don't know. Like, they don't really know how we get down here. Can you encourage somebody to give themselves another try to take the? NCLEX? I would say, don't. If if nursing is for you and you love what you do and you want to sit there and get out here and help people. I would say get V2, get quick facts, and do what you have to do. It everything that honestly was in my quick facts and in my V2 was on my exam. It was like I was just literally just going over my notes that you gave us from 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 the Halloween, scary Halloween, from uh, Love Valentine. Everything was there, and I felt this time I felt so confident. Cool. Like, yes, this is yeah. it. She yeah. told me if I buckle down and do what yeah. I have to do, I'm going to be on the other side. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be on the other side. I, I want, I want them letters behind my name. As soon as I, as soon as they told me I passed on, on, a, a, I did the little quick review and said I passed. I was like, okay, I got right on the, I went right on the phone and I, I made my uh, appointment and got my IV and blood with jaw certification that same weekend. <laughs> Amazing. So talk about talk about now what's next. Like what's next for you? What are you doing now? Um I've been filling out for jobs. I um I have your quick facts teased and hissy book now. And I'm I'm um I I have three classes left before I can submit my application to the RN program. So I'm excited. I have micro anatomy physiology unless I go to a private school, but I'm going to take those three classes whether I go to a private school or not. And then I'm going to study for the T's and hissy. My, my, so my. So you have, 
you have choices now. You have yes. a new direction. And what yes, I want people I got, to understand. And I got is, I got offered a job to be a school nurse. And then I got offered a job to work in acute care um, slash um, mental health. So I'm excited. It, yeah. it paid off. <laughs> yes. And it always will whenever you invest into yourself. So I am just so yes, proud. You have Thank to invest. So much. You have, you have to invest and you have to believe that what you're learning is what's going to be on your test. And honestly, like I said, everything you said verbally was on my exam. And Amazing. I honestly thank you. And I thank Mark for all the prayers that he, when he comes on, when you finish and before you start and he says a prayer over everyone. Yes. Amazing. I appreciate it all. Uh, we, we are so thankful to have you here. I know you have to get to work now that you're a nurse. Um, yes. and I'm just so proud of you for not giving up for sticking with it and for coming back and letting us know that you can, you will, and you did pass NCLEX. Yes. Congratulations. Thank um, you, Regina, so much. Bye. Bye. Oh, yes. Love it. Love that guys. Ah. Our nurses are amazing. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? She said, I, I start work at seven o'clock. <laughs> I love that. Love it, love it, love it. Black Friday is coming. You heard her. She said she got V2 on Black Friday. That kicked it off for her. Um, and Black Friday actually starts Monday. So if you have been dancing around, getting the V2, getting this content, and you wanted a, a reason to do it, Black Friday is the reason. So remarnurse.com forward slash B. F. I'm not even saying the price. I'm not even saying the price of V2. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I don't want you to miss it because it's going to be a great, great opportunity for somebody. Somebody after Thanksgiving will get their nursing license. Somebody is going to take an opportunity in the midst of the holiday season when many people don't study because of Thanksgiving, because um, you know, they have so many things. Maybe family is in town. Somebody's going to say to their family, I know we're doing Thanksgiving, but I want to make sure that my career does not suffer because of the holiday season. And so Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving, we will have a class right here going inside of V2, okay? Don't try to speculate the deal. Don't try to speculate, but it's so good. I'm not even saying it. I'm not even going to say it, um, but next Friday. Okay. Whew. Let's get into it. Let's get some people is like, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm not even waiting. Like I'm getting mine before then. I love that. Louisa Lou, I passed on October 3rd, 223. Okay. 2023. <laughs> I remember the things because I went over it several times and Regina's content is really good. So you have no choice. You will remember it. I love that. I love it. I love it. I write stuff down when you guys say when you guys say stuff. Like, did you hear what did you hear what Nurse LaShawn said? She said they asked her this simple question and I wrote it down. Okay. The question was, where is your nursing life? That's all I want to know. That is the question of the night. Where is it? Is it coming? Is it loading? Is it on the way? Is it coming in two weeks? Do you not know? Do I need to put out a missing report? Where is your nursing license? Because this question's like that. Just one challenging question that will have you 
ready to go and move forward. So I'm asking you guys tonight, where is your nursing license? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So good, so good, so good. Okay. B2 is for RNs and PNs, actually. Good question. So Nurse LaShawn, she was a PN, representing the PNs, repeat test takers. Y'all know repeat test takers only have a 50% passing rate, okay? And she passed. So how much was she studying? Okay. All right. Technical. Here we go. Question number three is this. Somebody said it's coming. It's coming December 28th. I love it. The nurse is caring for a client. Okay. Who is taking D penicillamine to decrease copper levels? Which of the following findings would prompt the nurse to report to the healthcare provider? Number one, pruritus. Two, enlarged lymph nodes. Three, ascites. Four, low copper levels. Love that. Your nursing license is loading. It's coming. You see it. You feel it. You're working hard for it. You got it down. You got it on layaway. You making payments on it every single day when you study. Gonna get it off layaway before the holidays. Love that. Okay. Correct answer. Correct answer. I see a lot of number twos. I see a lot of number twos in our community tonight. And the correct answer is giving number two. Yes. Enlarge lymph nodes. You guys were listening to class. Lymphadenopathy is an adverse effect of the medication, which could be complicated by blood dyscrasias. All other options are actually the clinical manifestations of Wilson's disease. Great job with that one. Some people right now are three out of three. So let's try this one. A 20-year-old patient with newly diagnosed case of Wilson's disease is being educated about the condition by the nurse. Which statement by the patient indicates a need for further teaching? Okay. Number one, I understand that Wilson's disease means my body accumulates too much iron. Two, I should avoid foods high in copper like liver, shellfish, and chocolate. Three, I will need to take medication to help my body remove excess copper or four. It's important for me to have regular liver function. Tests. <laughs> Never got that one word. Okay, it's, it's doing really good. It's doing really good tonight with these questions. I'm not fooling you guys. I'm not fooling you guys. It means I gotta come back harder. Mm, mm, mm. I got to come back harder. Correct answer. You got it. If you chose, if you chose number one, I understand that Wilson's disease means my body accumulates too much iron. So it's a genetic disorder characterized by the accumulation of copper in the body, okay? Not iron. So that means that this statement is wrong. The patient needs further education about the nature of Wilson's disease, okay? Now, let's go to the next question. Let's go to the next question, which is question number five, okay? Question number five. 
a nurse is caring, a nurse is caring for clients with Wilson's disease. Which of the following clients should the nurse prioritize? Number one, a client reporting unsteady gait imbalance. They all have Wilson's disease. Now, a client reporting unsteady gait imbalance, a client reporting fatigue and has anemia. Three, a client presenting oliguria and confusion. Or four, a client presenting right upper quadrant abdominal pain. What sayeth you guys here? What is the priority? Or who is the patient priority, I would say. Everybody has Wilson's disease. So you have a client reporting unsteady gait imbalance. Two, a client reporting fatigue and has anemia. Three, a client presenting oliguria and confusion. Or four, a client presenting right upper quadrant abdominal pain. Right upper quadrant abdominal pain. Hey, if you picked number... If you pick number three, a client presenting oliguria and confusion. Yes, because this indicates that what? The kidneys are involved. The brain is involved, right? And so this indicates multiple organ failure, okay? Multiple organ failure. And if left unattended, could cause death. Other options are, there are complications, but they are not critical. So I know that one may be a little challenging, but again, we're looking for the patient. Essentially, what do I say? When you're doing prioritization questions, you're looking for the patient who's gonna die first. Like Nurse LaShawn said, who's gonna die first and why are you going to die, okay? Who's gonna die first and why are you gonna die? So if you're able to do that, then you can have success on your NCLEX exam. I think we did really good. People are saying they have four out of five, five out of five. That is amazing. But remember the process that we're going through first. When we sit down to study, we are looking at the content, right? So when you're, when we look at Wilson's disease, and let me just read, you guys said it was on page 89. Instant study sessions. If you don't have a friend in nursing school, here it is. Quick Facts is your best friend in nursing school because this book, you can sit down and it will ask you questions. So the first question about Wilson's disease, what is it? What is Wilson's disease? It's a genetic defect that causes a buildup of copper, okay? Instant study group with your own self. Um, what two organs are affected the most? And you may have never been asked this question. And so if you've never been asked a question, then you have the opportunity to realize, hey, this is something I need to study. And so what happens is you begin to take, a, you begin to pay attention. This is active learning. This is what active learning looks like. When you're just in a med surge book and you're reading, that's passive. But when questions are being asked and you have to answer them. And so what I do if I'm by myself, I'll just half the page. So like I only see the questions and I don't see the answers. Okay. Next question, what diet? What diet is best for Wilson's disease? Low copper. And then I ask the question, what foods are low in copper? Okay, oh, what foods are high in copper? All right, so again, if you don't have a friend in the world, 
quick facts. Well, <laughs> let me try to get, if you don't have a friend in nursing school, quick facts, give me your best friend in nursing school. Instant study group, guys, get it. This was step one. Uh, so we got this book Monday. Uh, and now next Monday, we get the rest of the content in B2. People ask all the time, is quick facts enough to pass the NCLEX? Uh, I say, no, it's not enough because you still have to get the rest of the content. And where do you get that? Uh, you get it inside of V2. So this is the rest of my program, guys. It is the actual lecture portions that I do. If you've not done a content review, let me get this out of the way. Get out of here. Or, or not, or just say, no. Um, full lecture videos that you will do let's just, um, to help you get started. So not slideshows or PowerPoints, but the reason why I chose to do audio visual lectures is because I realized that those nursing students who had a 90% pass rate, what the difference was for them is that they had been in a classroom environment and they were able to be spoken to and told what are the clinical priorities of nursing care. So with that being said, this is why we developed the V2 so that you can return to that classroom-like environment and get the information that you need without having to wait. And the videos are not long, they're not boring. Clearly, you will learn the information and it won't take you long. So on Monday, we will be getting into what the V2 program is like, how do you use it, but most importantly, the Black Friday sale is coming. So take advantage of finishing out the steps to getting your license. Got to study content, then you can do questions. We'll get into the questions later, but content, this, this information right here is what you need, okay? This information right here is what you need. <laughs> follow me, never lose me. Follow me, never lose me. Thank you guys so much for spending a Wednesday night with me. Winning Wednesday has been served. Winning Wednesday has been served. Um, and just, just, just as an important note, this is the holiday season. And I do have to tell you guys why I was late. I want to apologize because I was 10 minutes late. But this here is the night before Christmas pictures. And so you guys know when you're taking Christmas pictures, when you grow up and you're a girl, you have to get your hair done. So for the first time ever, I did the best that I could. And, and I am by no way a hairdresser, but I washed and blow dried Shiloh's hair. <laughs> and then I, I tried to flat iron it. So uh, I did the best I could. I mean, it's giving 1960s like a... Uh, you know, it's given the Supremes, it's given Dinah Ross, but I think for Christmas pictures, it's going to be great. Okay. Now people are going to ask Shiloh, why are you still up? Okay. They're going to ask why you're still up. But at the end of the day, we're going to study. We are going to get it in. So as my three-year-old just walked out of the door into wherever land, I wanted to make sure that we went over Wilson's disease. So guys... Pray for us with these Christmas pictures, because if you ever have taken Christmas pictures, she wants to wear this in the hair. Okay, I think we can do it. I think we can make it happen. I will let you guys know how the Christmas pictures go, but I am signing off. Thank you so much for watching. Can you say goodnight to the Remar nurses? Good night. Say sleep tight. Sleep tight. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Well, my hair is beautiful. Absolutely. Your hair is beautiful. 